0: There is a clear problem in the music industry, and Crypto Loops' goal is to step in and fix the problem. Mainly supporting producers in the music industry, we are now here with Crypto Loops. The entire team is here with us today on GM with Dog podcast. And I'm so very excited to get into it today, how we are revolutionizing the music industry using web 3 technology. You're a conscious luminary, and you're getting it going in the NFT space. Welcome to Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. I'm your host, Dr. Peace Uche, also known as Doc Peace. Golden Meta Sessions is a time to celebrate creative expression, featuring NFT creatives who share their doses of inspiration on how they got started, plus tips and strategies on how to boldly creatively express to empower your NFT journey and achieve your version of success. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern standard time. So press subscribe for your weekly dose of golden meta sessions with dog peace. This episode of golden meta sessions with dog peace podcast is sponsored by Raka, a metaverse company and exclusive manager of French Montana's NFT album drop 2d Montega dropping soon welcome crypto loops thank you for having us thank you you're so very welcome so today we have don data co-founder of music loops we have johnny who is another co-founder of me crypto loops as well as sheena the operations manager i would love for you all to go down the line and share more about your roles as part of crypto loops okay.
1: well i'm done um as far as our, uh, our roles besides you know, co-founding and things like that, I serve primarily as the user experience. Um, I have a background uh, that's pretty much in, in musicality and music production and things like that. Uh, I have a, you know, first-hand insight over the, the actual lore and culture that exists in music production. Uh, that I help channel all of that to model what we're doing internally. At-
2: yeah. And I'm well, Johnny my background, uh, is mainly music industry, music management, marketing, and advertising. Uh, I saw a lot of the music problems I dealt with, with the music industry as it came and me and Da kind of built this conception and idea of crypto loops together. Gold well,
0: and Gina awesome. what about yourself?
3: I'm Shenna, so I'm the operations manager for Crypto Loops. Um, I'm helping the team uh, stay on track, uh, helping with partnerships and helping bridge the gap between Web 2 and Web 3.
0: Wonderful. So I'm curious to know, Dawn, how are you leveraging your music producing background as co-founder of Crypto Loops? Where does that all fit in? How were you able to utilize these skill sets to found this company?
1: I have a uh, thorough vision over the existing climate and landscape in music production, whether it be on the underground level all the way to the major level. Uh, the inner workings of the business side of it, because it is music business, we do have the whole creative side of things, which I, I come from, so I do have that, that, that perspective. Uh, but I'm pretty well versed in the gears that run this big machine called the music industry. Uh, I push the narrative of protecting creators, so kind of like a union-minded or union mindset where it comes to bring back value to the creator. Uh, I help really keep that perspective maintained throughout the world order not to lose focus of what we initially trying to do as a mission.
0: Mm, Gold. One thing that some may find surprising is that the Web3 space is relatively new. However, anyone who has any interest in shifting could utilize this technology if they put their mind to it. I'm curious to know, as you were shifting at, from being a music producer in the Web2 space or the real world outside of the metaverse or decentralized world, what were some questions that came up, any roadblocks in terms of understanding, anything that you really needed to dive deeper and, and learn? hundred
1: uh, percent. A few years back... Uh... When, when when all of the COVID stuff was happening, a lot of artists turned to doing digital shows and virtual shows, and that sparked mm-hmm. the whole, you know, thing where I, where I thought, you know, the artists and, and you know tomorrow's artists and, and the metaverse and where it all fits in. Um, There's a lot of obstacles in understanding fundamentally what this technology really is, because yes, we heard crypto and you know, blockchain. These things were pretty much attached to Bitcoin. That's about what people understood. You, you, even me, somebody with a tech background and music background, with an in-depth perception to it, had had in the full scope of what that technology is. That was the main obstacle. Once that obstacle was surpassed, and the education was absorbed, and we, and then that's what started connecting dots in in my mind in order to see where it can you know, spill over to and affect certain aspects of what we're doing and where it fits in. The technology itself uh, is relatively new, but not that new. It's about a decade plus old in terms of its adoptability, but blockchain itself is something that was spoken of in the 80s. Um, just to give you a perspective of how much of a curve... Took for an adoption for it to even get to where it is now, which we still call early. Uh, before it becomes critical mass, um, obstacles mm-hmm. that will continue to arise is pretty much adoption. We're we're waiting until certain key people who have you know the gears in their hands uh, to make the shift at a at a major scale. Once they uh, take that lead, uh, everybody will follow. I mean, Mm. it has been that way. It's all about, you know, pioneers and leaders and and everybody just goes along with the new wave. So that's what we mean by we're at an early stage. So besides the the initial education, which I believe is the biggest obstacle for anybody coming into this space, uh, it's basically... Once, you, once you, you you pass that, you realize there's the next obstacle is everybody adopting it around you and understanding it so you can fully, fully be able to operate with this new system. But, you know, uh, the rate it's going, I don't see any caveat or any slowdown. People are even, I would say, taking on a good skepticism when they're approaching it. So... It's not a fear, I would say, but a, a proper questioning of what this is before we jump into it. Okay. What we're doing at Crypto Loops in one of our early phases is, is making sure our usership understands these fundamentals and understands the volatility of what is going on and how fast it can change, how fast our, you know, our road back can adapt to whatever climate, you know, the new blockchain technology will be throwing at us.
3: Mm-hmm
0: gold gold so thank you so very much for sharing that so it sounds like it starts with education and then it goes into adoption johnny i would love for you to share as a marketing and creative relationship role of crypto loops how did you at- obtain this role how did you shift from what you were doing marketing and the outside web to space to to obtain yeah. this role
2: so um along the lines of like everything that's happening along Web3, MetaVersal, all the technology we can use. Um, My problem with this was, and I've been in the music industry for 10 years, started in 2010 with Empire Distribution as an intern for marketing and management. And then um, throughout my 10 to 15 years of music, I noticed that it's never been so easy to make music with technology and showcase it. But in the last hundred years, the technology and the way we do business has been the same. And that to me on a marketing and management perspective, kind of like, wow, this technology just fast forwards us a hundred years. And now we actually have, I would say, a transparent way to do business without being scared of being kind of scammed or managed in wrongful ways, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. I hear that. So what do you mean when you say these wrongful ways in which you can leverage this technology? Have you experienced oh, some interesting ways in which it's been used in a little, like, sketchy manner?
2: Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as like, a lot of things that have been going on in the mainstream music industry with the Web3 space, but in general, uh, we, we no, longer, no longer have to have um, weight lists on any royalty payouts for production. So I, we worked with a lot of producers from majors. We talked to one by the name of Shindo, who actually recently just produces Justin Bieber's Peaches song. And he works with a lot of majors and he said there's two to three year wait long payouts for just a sample or a loop used in songs. And with this blockchain technology and smart contracts, we can now stop those slow transactions to be almost on direct on time as payout comes from royalties and i mean obviously we're still in the early ages but the technology is so verifiable that the old way we use the music from rights to contracts and royalty payouts um we see that's going to change fast
0: gold i'm also curious to know we touched a little bit about these issues that you identified with the current music industry let's dive deeper into that what other issues have you identified in the current way we run the music industry, that you are you are seeking to to
2: resolve or streamline. Yeah, so um, what, like problems I've had managing and marketing artists like Dada and producers was theft of music. Where say you got a placement, or say somebody else got a placement using a sample of your song. Until now, until the Web three blockchain technology. There was no way of data tracing it without being immutable and changing these uh, coding on these files that are stored. With simple technology as we have with Web3 from IPFS and blockchain, we now can immute a hash on music as soon as the conception leaving the studio. So when we put that hash on the music, we now can make sure that that sound is followed through the creation of its music life. So if someone like... Drake makes a song and he got the sample from a producer and that producer got a sample from so on and so forth, there's no more of that lost tracking with the ledger system that the blockchain can provide. We kind of saw that right off the bat. And it's still early on, but the, the math of it and the technology of it is what's really taking place and going to be the forefront of the future of our ledger system of music rights and royalties.
1: And, and, as it, and as with anything else, if bottom line nobody wants to steal, they will steal. What? What this comes in and changes uh, in, in in the scene is that disputes are now no longer something that can drag out in courts where we're, you know files are brought forth and proof of you know work and what dates and things like that. Everything is conceived. It's you know there's a transaction hash with a date on public the ledger on a public ledger that can be seen. Now we're working with various collaborators on the technology side to further that layer of security. So on the marketplace on the, on crypto loops, when an NFT for a sample is downloaded or, or purchased, uh, an unlockable is been basically the files, the high quality wave file or stems as what we call are now to be delivered to the to the new purchaser. Uh, alongside a, a publishing agreement and things like that that come with it that, that are, you know, specified by uh, the issuer. Uh, there's integrated and, you say, we encrypted metadata into these files. I follow them throughout their life, too, as much as they are copied. Now, somebody can go ahead and what we call interpolate your sound. I meaning replay it with something that has nothing to do with that unlockable itself. Uh, we're also working on scanning protocols in order to have anything that comes out on a certain level, because we can't scan everything that comes out on an indie level. It's almost impossible to scan the 10 million songs that are released a day. But, you know, things that are released by majors are, are a lot narrower in terms of, of, of volume. So that can be looked at uh, in the past. There's, you know, people on production teams who solely just listen to music night and day, to, you know, catch something by ear. Hey, that so-and-so sample that was switched up or, you know, drums and this and that, and they use litigation to go reach out for a payment. You know, where no disputes usually happen, but some disputes arise from that. And they call that a backseat placement, you know, you, you put out, you know samples of your stuff and, it, and it's still an arduous process to go track all this and then now mm-hmm. you got to get your money and then enter the two three year wait once they clear your check you know? yeah <laughs> so so
2: with with that all being said i think the real value of bridging the web three and music is the i would say real time actions that can be processed through creation of music so there's no more of you know, sitting in a room of writers and producers and vocals and singers and smart contracts and business can be knocked out from leaving that room yeah. from creations. We're not just, you know, we're this is real time attribution now with this Web3. We're not really waiting for these middlemen. We're not really waiting for everything else to happen. Sure. I, I like to say it's back to selling CDs out of your trunk. You, you have more ownership
1: direct ownership and like Johnny really stated something really powerful and what we said is we get the business done immediately and quickly and it's aside meaning in a studio session where, you know, even regularly artists forget to sign the cue sheets at the end of, you know, making a collaborative work together. Splits are decided until a song is played and that's, that's when the vulture emotions come out and everybody starts, you know, gnawing at that beat, as we say. Uh, whereas on Crypto Loops, once a collaborative piece of work is done on a beat say, and even if it's not something they put up for sale, there's also the whole option and utility where they can, through their dashboard, on their user dashboard, they can set up a sheet. Upload the file onto IPFS, but it's frozen onto the network. It's given a transactional hash mm. and an immediate smart contract stating how much percentage goes to who and what. And then, like with any other authorization signature on your on your crypto wallet, there's a multi-signature, which everybody agrees on. Here's your sign-Q sheet that will follow that song, again, from the comments section all the way up. The yeah. business is done. There is no more disputes. And as soon as the sale is done, nobody has to send out a check. Nobody has to do anything. The blockchain will immediately
2: distribute funds to the... uh, In the perfect world when we get there.
0: Gold, gold. Thank you so much again for sharing that and how Crypto Loops is solving this problem. Especially, it sounds like there's a lot of issues right now with the current music industry. Shanna, I would love for you to hop into this discussion. As someone who is relatively new to the Web3 space, I'm curious to know how you're leveraging your background to support a Web3 company as the operations manager.
3: Yeah, so as the operations manager, I've been helping keep projects on track, partnerships on track, Thank you for sharing that. Let's take a quick
0: moment now to hear from our sponsors. This episode of Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace podcast is sponsored by Raka, a metaverse company and exclusive manager of French Montana's NFT album drop, 2D Montega. Welcome back to Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace. There was a quote that you shared with us earlier and it goes, blockchain audio loops will be the future of music production in Web3. This is a very strong quote. Can you share more on that and how you came to this f- prediction?
2: Yeah, so um, I believe that's one of my quotes. So, in um, the simplest term for people to understand is uh, in the last hundred years of music and the history of music within this last hundred years, it, we've been so uh, amazing at creating ways to release music better, make music better, uh, social media platforms to distribute music better, but we still are using a 100-year-old technology when it comes to storing music, transferring files, smart contracts in the sense of um, any type of contracts you do in music productions, writing, um, any any contracts you would use. And we're now finding that with the NFTs and Web3 explosion, to the mainstream right now, we're finally seeing something change in the music industry where we can fix these problems step-by-step step, where we don't really have to have such a secret way and gatekeeping of the music industry like how it used to be. We're, we're, we're kind of transferring, transforming into a new era of music where we have more ownership and control as a
1: creative. Hence why blockchain audio loops from the inception, not just blockchain songs, are what is gonna revolutionize music production in Web3 because true ownership starts at the atomic level with
2: that. Yeah.
1: From the get-go.
2: And the one thing, the real thing I noticed is in Web3 we noticed a lot of these music marketplaces and music musicians were diving into minting songs and releasing <laughs> NFTs and music as a whole. Where I come from music management marketing and I was a music producer, a beginning writer, um, singer and everything else and i have so many different of experience i noticed that before you can fix something you need to fix it at the beginning and the creation level before you can actually go and distribute to the public because then you're kind of just skipping and skipping the real more deal mm.
0: okay i see what you mean here so let's do a little bit of a definition type uh, portion right here yeah and I'm curious to know, like, how would you define Web3? We already touched on how you're revolutionizing the music industry in the Web3 space. But for someone who is relatively new to this whole scenario, what would be your one-sentence definition of Web3?
1: I would say before it was copy-paste. Now it's transactional there's 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 an identifier whereas true digital ownership hasn't existed before blockchain technology
2: yeah I would say is um, we we went from dot-com to web 2 which was um, the conglomerates running the industry of, inter- or, of the internet and now we're at more of a decentralized evolution of this technology where everyone can play ball, not Correct. just the majors. Correct.
0: Mm. And that's exactly what you mean by when you're revolutionizing the music industry, you're leveraging this technology to do so because now everyone can play ball.
2: 100%. Okay. Yeah.
0: Gold, I love you, both of your definitions. It's interesting to see how the definitions differ, but they're really in alignment with each other.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. So let's go back to discussing the current music industry and... One thing that I really wanna highlight with is who who are you encompassing when you, when you say the word musicians? What kind of musicians or musical artists are included in this, in this wide- <laughs>
1: From Compositors to arrangers, instrumentalists, vocalists, outright even to people who are as we call Your basic '80s record producer, where they're you know, they are kind of A and R's, where they piece together an idea that where they have as much as a vague idea as this producer and this artist would work together in a good way, just because they have a a keen sense to Mm. identifying synergy or good chemistry between you know the the previously mentioned creatives. to executives to understand the business and the animal that these creatives are, as we say for like a better words. Um, so
2: yeah, it's, it's a real broad, broad <laughs> encompassing of yeah. what it is. And from, from yeah, my point of view, like it. From my view it would be, um, obviously Crypto Loops is m- targeted to producers, but there are so many people in the room when production of any music is happening, they are managers, their everybody. It could be just a friend in the room that writes a lyric or two for music, and we want to solve these problems of, you know, if, if somebody helped create something, let's let's give them a piece. Let's let's showcase their talent. Let's showcase that they were involved in this creation. 100%. Mm, this
1: marketplace yeah. is to stimulate that involvement and that engagement. Uh, besides just the old minting, selling, collecting using NFTs in terms of the creative level on the marketplace, there is a high level of uh, activity when it comes to metaversal and in real life uh, utility throughout. You know, competitions, battles, uh, writing camps, <laughs> briefs, writing camps, things that will literally branch out and level the playing field for a lot of creatives. It, it, it's unprecedented. Where uh, in this space, where an executive or manager can metaversely attend a 300 producer, you know, showcase in the metaverse with guest judges from top level major labels, uh, with direct utility, where you know they can actually, you know, interact with said people without wow. having more than like membership to be gated as, and their gate is is basically your Crypto Loops profile.
0: Mm, Gold, gold. I'm curious also to know when you're navigating this space and you are essentially making this niche for yourself, Mm -hmm. what roadblocks have you hit? specifically the legalities around this? Because I know that there's been some voices sharing about their concern with the royalty splits and the the legalities that are associated with that. Can Mm -hmm. you speak on that?
1: 100%. We are looking to replace the age-old PDF by something that is known in in the blockchain world as a smart contract uh Which enact themselves, whereas a PDF requires emails and phone calls, paid documents and more paper documents in order to enact what this PDF holds the age-old contract, which holds all the legalities in music, is as Johnny stated, a hundred plus year old technology you know since the printing press days mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas everything else music has it all to the art involved folds and folds over, the way the business is handled hasn't changed in centuries. Mm -hmm. Now, the legalities are completely, completely, completely to pay, I would say, or brought up, you know, to to the right time with this technology and made to keep up with the the conception, the creative, you know, facilitation that they've had uh, and share, you know, new effect that blocking gives, the true ownership. And Reduces the, uh, the what I call the, the pull factor. Before you had to pull your your remuneration, whereas right now a smart contract, as soon as it detects thresholds, meaning a certain amount accumulated, it will automatically create a push of money towards the wallet involved. Uh, changes to said contracts won't be done in. in closed doors with the nori because they will require multi signatures on the blockchain with every every wallet that's on that smart contract. so there will not be any of this stuff there will be any disputes whether your piece of work uh, ended up in some commercial you know you didn't want like say you're publishing state that you don't decide over that cool but at at signing, you will get your remuneration. Why? Because you'll get a notification through your wallet saying, hey, there's a multi-signature required on your behalf. Would you authorize it or not? So that's that's really where the legalities will all change. This and will be a lot less-
0: so would the current technology that's in place need to catch up in a sense to be able to connect with what's on the blockchain so that those – Royalty splits are effectively made
1: yeah hundred percent. in the beginning its it, it will take a certain level of involvement uh, because the standard hasn't been hasn't been uh, taken a, taken on by, by them in terms of a standard uh, but they'll have no choice eventually all these majors and the way they operate will have to integrate themselves into blockchain technology and we will have already established that foundation for them to work with. Gold. So it, phase.
0: it does sound like a revolution is indeed needed in the music industry. And like you said, we are still so very early indeed. So we are preparing ourselves for the time in which the music industry is now ready for this technology, which it sounds like it's coming up. It's coming up. Sheen, uh, Shena, <laughs> Shena. <laughs> yes. I would love to direct some questions your way, because as operations manager, I'm curious to know how you're leveraging your background to support a web three company.
3: Right. Um, so we, uh, the focus more of like the user experience with the artist and the music, um, that's going to be changing. And for my background, that uh, would, would be implemented in the ways of how the fan and the artist can connect in a more intimate way. Whereas right now it's like, oh, we listen to the music. It's cool. But now through Web3, we can really connect with the artists and create a community that um, is, a, is a lot more tight knit. Um, so that's going to be really, really fun, um, fun to see uh, the progression of.
0: Gold, gold. I, I hear that. I'm really excited for that progression. Yeah. And I'm also curious to know how you're bridging newcomers to Web3 as your role as operations yeah. <laughs> manager. You're connecting a lot with the fan base of,
3: mm-hmm.
0: of Crypto Loops. And you actually reached out to me to to be on this platform. Right. So you actually have the direct connection between the newcomers and those who are already building and right. creating community in the Web3 space. So I'm curious to know how you're bridging these newcomers to the space. Right.
3: I feel like I'm in the suite in between because I get to work with people who are really deeply integrated into Web3. And then I get to build community with people who are trying to learn and um, get uh, like their foot in the door with Web3. So learning from both sides and being new myself, um, I get to take what I'm learning and then bridge the gap and then help other people. Um, learn about Web3 and how uh, the music industry will change as well and the art and all of that. So, I mean, I've been using a lot of social media, going into, like, different social media um, spaces to talk to people, to connect with people, um, see what questions they have, um, get their perspective as well. I'll tell them what Crypto Loops is, and then um, when I'm hearing, like, the new fresh perspective of, like, hearing their questions and um, how it could work for them. Because sometimes it's really hard to understand. I know when I was first stepping into it, I was like, what does this even mean? And then mm-hmm. learning from Don and Johnny, I was like, wait, this is actually like, this is the future. This is where like everyone is going to be headed. So being in that suite in between of like having people I can learn from and then being new myself and then, you know, holding people's hands to come bring them along as well
0: gold what's yeah. been your number one or top question that's been addressed in concerns or uh, any false assumptions about the mm-hmm. web three space any any number one or top yeah
3: <laughs> yeah i think that comes to mind yeah i mean like i hear all the time that oh this is just you know it's crypto it's gonna fail it's whatever all of this stuff um web three isn't gonna grow but then it's like, when you look at web two or like when the internet was first made, people were saying kind of the same thing. And it's like, you, you know, you gotta get with it or you're gonna get lost type of thing. So it's, you know, trying to just teach people, um, educate people, like they said, education is like the most important thing. Yeah,
0: definitely. Another question that I'm also wondering is as you're navigating this space, what would be your, your the biggest learning lesson on your experience, uh, specifically in alignment with, like, the music industry? Like, what was something that really, like, blew your mind in terms of how the Web3 technology is is really revolutionizing the space?
3: Right. Um, the things that drew me the most were the way the artist is going to have control of their own music and owning their own music. I think that's, like, super important because I do have friends in the music industry, and that's, like, one thing that really... Um, rubs them the wrong ways that they don't really get ownership of their own music and how they can um, Share it with their fans and you know, like connect with people So that was one thing that really drew me to it and then another thing that's like the like the like probably the top thing that I'm like super super excited for is how the artists and the fans are gonna connect and the experience between them um, and how you know we can bring the fans closer to the artist instead of having you know all of those middlemen in, in between the artist and the fan now it's going to be no it's going to be the artist and the fan and they get to have that intimate experience with the web 3 um, and connecting them together which is really exciting gold gold thank you so much for sharing that and this question
0: goes for you uh, Shanna or johnny or don mm-hmm. Dada can join jump in on this question for someone who is relatively new as a musician specifically whether they're a spoken word artist like myself, or if they are a composer or whatever they fall into as a musical artist, what would you say would be the very first step they should take to begin navigating this this new space?
2: Um, I would say, I know we repeated this, but education of keywords words in the space first. Yep. Yeah because then when you hear people talk about it and when you enter uh, Twitter spaces, Clubhouse, Connect Club, any of these other spaces, you will catch on to what they're talking about by just the definitions of those keywords in Web3.
1: Also, these keywords will give you a sense of the landscape you're trying to enter. And by doing so, it will spark ideas based on the wants, needs, likes, passion, this, that. And it'll start kind of dawning on you. What I've told a lot of people that showed interest, showed some type of curiosity towards that space, I tell them, hey, being part of this space has nothing to do with buying an NFT or buying crypto or anything. It's actually engaging with the community members and bringing whatever you can benefit them to the table and seeing how that is reciprocated right away web 3 to me has been you know ups and downs, and great on terms of you know crypto and nfts and things like that but nothing stood out like community outreach
2: and i would say the the, my favorite thing about it is untraditionally like education it's always everybody learns the same pace but this you can learn at your own which makes it so much easier and so much more fun to get engaged with communities because you'll find your, your community and find what drives you what makes passion, you know make you want to keep an interest to it
3: i'll, I'll also I'll also add is like if you're new to the community like don't be afraid to ask questions even if you think they're silly because even if there are people who have background in it like we're all still so new to the space that it's okay to ask whatever questions go into every space you can find and ask those questions, learn.
1: And I cool. cool. would yeah. really add to that saying that like even the most prominent members uh, of the web three community, I mean prominent, I mean people have been highly successful in terms of you know flipping NFTs or even just having and a tenure. You know what I mean? Did people have been around and engaged since, you know 2015, 2016? The number one thing that is is in common with all of them is as much as they are knowledgeable and have experience they, they'll tell you we don't know nothing
2: <laughs> we don't know we can't we, predict we don't, the future. Don't
1: have the slightest clue of where this is going how it's going to be implemented what it's about and we're all still piecing it all together the technology is not a complete one yet it's still itself evolving into something it doesn't even know what will become of it so
3: mm-hmm. Yes, we're
1: still evolving. Mm -hmm. Double-edged sword. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's chaotic, but at the same time it leaves Johnny said, space for people to take the pace and actually enjoy the journey, not feel like they're on a catch-up mission. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, yes. I love I love that you're honing in on that. I think that's a message that we all need to remind ourselves as we're navigating this space, that we're all on our own journeys. And comparison is truly the thief of joy, the thief of happiness. So
2: it's best to go at your mm-hmm. own Jeez. pace
0: and to flow at your own rate. So thank you again yeah, exactly. for, for sharing with us those doses of inspo. You mentioned there's some key words that we really need to be able to hone in on. Is there one word or phrase that our golden friends here today really ought to, ought to know?
2: Hmm. I mean, there's so many in the space. I would My number one thing when I come into this space was oh was blockchain technology. Um, When you really look into what it is and the use cases it can provide, it opens up your doors into every aspect of your life that involves any ledgering or security. And once you dive into it, you you fall in love with the space, I think, because I'm just diving more and more and learning more and more.
1: NFTs, more than art. It's a lot more than art. Yeah, that's so very true. that concept will, will take you down the right route. Right,
2: Bless the art industry for letting this yeah, go mainstream it, a little bit. The industry really <laughs> took, you know, yeah. took the lead into... we got to give him credit, but yeah. it's a lot brighter. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: So very true. And I remember Mark Cuban when he spoke at the North American Bitcoin Conference. I had the honor of sharing the stage with him. And one of the things that he highlighted was the fact that if you're still leaning into this whole PFP and uh, art... NFTs, then you're not going to last because there needs to be a more of a focus on utility. People want more.
1: Oh, People saying, want more. Yeah, solutions. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. And Shanna, what about yourself? Is there a key word or phrase that comes to mind that our golden friends really ought to know <laughs> today?
3: Um, I think... I think Johnny nailed it, blockchaining, because I feel like it's the umbrella term for, you know, everything else that's connected to it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Okay, as we wrap up our session for the day, any last minute words for anyone here today?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, community, community, community. Mm-hmm. Gold community, community, community. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> thank you so much again, Crypto Loops team, for joining again, us. John, thank Johnny, so dandana Shanna. Thank it's you so much. It's been a so wonderful much. conversation. You're so very welcome. Oh, yeah. thank, thank you. you. Stay
1: thank gold. You will do.
0: Thank you for listening to Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. I hope you got that dose of inspiration you were welcoming. Remember to subscribe. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, reminding you, it is you who ultimately chooses to consciously express and be gold. A genuine, original, loving dreamer. As you boldly step into the metaverse and achieve your version of success. I'm your host, Doc Peace. What an honor it is to journey with you into NFTs. Stay gold.